everyone, and welcome back to Book It Vince, the wrestling dream match podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Martin Bennett. And with me, as always, is the reflection of perfection, Anthony Hall. Damn, the reflection of perfection. And Damn. is it Mr. Perfect? No, sadly. Damn it. Damn it. No, this one's uh, a bit of a. Uh, it's, uh, it's it's not really a deep cut. It's more uh, of like someone underrated during the like early two thousands of WWE. Kurt Hawkins. It wasn't in the early two thousands. Uh, Curtis Axel. Wasn't in the early 2000s. <laughs> uh, give me when do you think uh, the er- place, where do you please. think the early 2000s start? Uh 2020s, the early no. 2000s. <laughs> this um, is I don't know. I need some clues. Uh, okay, he was supposed to originally be in um, Evolution. Um, uh, instead of Batista, that's a little uh, that's a little fun thing. Um, he then was Rhino. in. A, he, no, definitely not. <laughs> uh, he was then in uh, a, a faction called the Alliance. Damn, this is like exactly when I uh, stopped watching, or not stopped watching, but did not watch. This is two thousand and one. <laughs> To, to 2004. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow. The, it's yeah, I Mark Jindrak. <laughs> yeah, I was not going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Mark Jindrak was uh, originally supposed to be in uh, Evolution alongside Triple H, Ric Flair, and Randy Orton. I can't even picture what this guy looks like right now. He's just a big muscle head blonde dude big muscle head blonde dude I uh, he might have brown hair now I don't know but yeah he was in uh, he was in uh, the alliance um, oh. uh, okay. feuding with La Resistance um, face off against Rousey and the Hur- Rosie and the Hurricane oh yeah, he was like and his early name. Two- his name really is Mark Jindrak. No, no stage name or no wrestling nope. name at all. Wow. Uh, um, that's but yeah, it's fun. The reflection of perfection. They love giving big dudes like that uh, names like that, <laughs> like weird, like sort of dainty names. Well, it's like it's it's trying to play into the whole like Mr. Perfect thing of like, I'm a chiseled God. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. So, yeah. Yeah. OK. I, yeah. I think Mark Jindrak's in. I think he might be in. No, he wouldn't be in Raw versus Smackdown 2006. No, it might be. Maybe not. He's not in the Raw versus SmackDown that we play, right? No, I'm. I mean, I can't remember. He was there until the end of two thousand. He was there till the end of two thousand five. So maybe interesting. 
we're spending so much time. this is the this is the most time that anyone I mean, on the wrestling had, podcast has spent talking about mark jindrak in the last <laughs> 10 years he had <laughs> he he had feuds with like orlando jordan and renee debris and stuff like that in like the oh, US yeah, title yeah, picture yeah. so i see but yeah anyways enough about mark jindrak we have an episode to book <laughs> uh so welcome to the podcast everybody every week I love I I it's that it's that uh what's it it's that uh like I don't know what the word is like instinct to say every week but it's every other mm. week right <laughs> every other week we book a dream match here on the podcast uh if you missed last uh episode where we had special guest Billy Celio on from Upper Deck Sports please go check that out it was a lot of fun to talk to him about uh the AEW trading cards and the upcoming sets um, and uh, how the set, how the AW trade cards were created, and the plan for them in the future—it's really exciting. Um, if you enjoy what we do here on the podcast, uh, please check out old episodes because we got a whole back catalog of them, fun feuds, some that came true question mark, and some that will never come true. <laughs> um, but check it out on all podcast apps, or come watch the video version on YouTube. This week, Anthony, mm-hmm. uh, I had an idea based off of uh, the Royal Rumble happening last month, mm-hmm. and we got, uh, in my opinion, a very fun match between uh, the It couple, Miz and Maurice, versus the Grit couple of Edge and Beth Phoenix. And it made me think, like, what was fun about that match to me personally was and the actually the feud building up to it was like Edge and Beth being like total wrestling nerds and like doing a bunch of like famous tag team finishers. Like they did the 3D, they did the heart Mm. attack, they did the uh, 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 Legion of Doom finisher like they they clearly like love old school tag team wrestling and want to and and use it as an opportunity to pay a homage to their like heroes. But then I thought what would be who would be cool cuz you know people love the idea of power couples. Um mm-hmm. who are some power couples that you would say are like big in professional wrestling? Well, I think there's a power couple that has been on the mind of everybody since news broke this week that the roads will be leaving AW for greener pastures or for a place where they were before. Uh, so I would say Brandy and Cody are probably a power couple. I wouldn't like necessarily make them a power couple in the ring, but in terms of a wrestling couple, they're, they're, um, they're right up there. Mm-hmm. I also think um, uh, one that didn't necessarily work on TV, but like people say they're a power couple is Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. Like they right. are definitely a power couple, but like it just you go back to that feud that they had with Corbin and Lacey Evans. And it's like, ooh. <laughs> how, how about Stephanie McMahon and, and Papa H? That's a power. <laughs> that's that's got to be a power couple, right? It's true. They've had a number of tag team matches together. Um, But I was thinking probably the most fun power couple for Beth and Edge to face 
would Keith be... Lee and Mia Yim. Just kidding. Uh, actually, that'd be pretty fun. That'd be pretty fun. I know what you're going to say. That'd be pretty fun. No, I got I got to thinking, you know, who on the indies right now is having honestly one of the best runs of anyone right now. And that's got to be Matt Cardona. Mm. You know, he is he just won the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, he's the uh, Impact Social Media Championship. Is that what it is? Digital Media Championship. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, and he's just like killing it. Like he's in like three different promotions right now. And he's and he's like having the time of his life. Um, and alongside him is, of course, Chelsea Green, who is. Yeah. Uh, you know, as when she was let go from WWE, took no to like basically took a page out of Matt's book and went, I'm strapping a rocket to this. I don't care. And just took yeah. off with their podcast, uh, being an impact. She's now teaming with Mickey James. Like it's all this sort of all this sort of stuff. And she's there alongside Matt the entire way, taking insane bumps for him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And also Chelsea Green before she came to the WWE and NXT was really awesome in Impact as Laurel Van Ness. Um a hot mess, uh, very, very good character work. And also shout out to Chelsea Green uh, for being a Canadian legend from Victoria, B.C. And so I thought the idea of what if the grit couple of Edge and Beth Phoenix faced off against always ready Matt Cardona and hot mess Chelsea Green? That's good. That's good. Also, uh, Chelsea Green allegedly owes friend of the podcast, RJ City, $10. So yeah. let's just. Uh, I don't know if I want to get in. I, I don't know if I want to get in the middle of that, because I think out of the two of them, Chelsea's Chelsea scares me the most. So true, true. if you know, it's it, I would be like, hey, RJ, it's $10. <laughs> But anyways, I, it's a it's the principle of it, you know, if it was well, really about the ten dollars. Well, Chelsea, you know which side <laughs> I've taken. So uh, just uh, for the future. Uh, <laughs> so split right, split right down the middle. Yeah. Um, it, it What the first thing, obviously, is like trying to figure out where this would be. Mm. Um, I feel like it would be a insane GCW feud like. Like, imagine if, like, Beth and Edge get their swan song of being in WWE. They 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 go out of it with a bang and they leave. And then here you have Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green living the high life on the indies. Maybe Matt wins the GCW World Championship. Who's the GCW champion right now? Right now, know? I think it's still Moxley. Okay. All right. I think so. Okay. Um, that would be, it would be crazy if, if Edge like re debuted uh, or debuted in the Indies. Has he? Yeah, it's Moxley. I guess he's never, got it. he's never like been a part of like the new age Indies. Right, like Edge no. pretty much was, you know, he. 
I, I'm unfamiliar with his uh, his origins, uh, which uh, is uh, my fault. But um, um, it seems I like mean, he, he basically spent the majority of his career in the WWE and then was yes. hurt and then left for a really, really long time wrestling altogether. So, yeah, I mean, like he. Uh, like he was on the independence, mostly just like like really small areas and like i think he was, i think he did like wcw for like a little tiny bit okay um but like yeah most and like he did like how uh, was it say here yeah he was in like icw for a little bit in like 1997 but otherwise like it was more just like really small promotions like nothing big and then in 1998 that's when him and christian like were in the WWE and like basically there ever since. I see. Okay. So, but he's familiar with the, like he's familiar with the independent world because he like supports a lot of it. And, uh, what was it? There was that like photo of him, uh, a photo that he took because he went and saw the, <laughs> the match between FTR and the rock and roll express. Everybody was like, holy shit, mm. Edge was there that night? And no one knew. <laughs> That's crazy. But um, uh, but yeah, so it's okay. like it's it would be a huge thing. Like there's a lot of there's it's it's actually quite funny how there's a lot of like. Uh, it's hard to say like big, huge time legends showing up in GCW. Because it's like someone would probably say, like, in my opinion, like X-Pac and Jeff Jarrett are like big time old school legends. Mm -hmm. Uh, To some people, they might not be. But I think it's a crazy thing that you're getting X-Pac, Jeff Jarrett, uh, um, Sky Suhati, like showing up there and having these like matches and feuds because like they were they were the, you know, classic like, well, except for Jeff Jarrett, but like they were like the Fed the fed dudes like they mm. were with the company for so long and for them to show up and it's like nah wrestling is wrestling man it's really cool yeah and i think this also goes to show that the indies are getting bigger and there are certain indies that are really drawing a lot of attention which makes it kind of worthwhile for these people to appear and to have one-offs or to feud because it's like you're extending your career you're building your brand outside of the fed or you know the main promotion that you spent your time in Uh, and it kind of opens the door for you to work everywhere and anywhere once you start popping up at these like bigger indies uh which has kind of been the case for matt cardona like now he's just kind of flying around all over the place is he still the nwa champion uh he won it recently that's pretty crazy um um yeah by the time this episode comes out i believe he still will be i think the next nwa pay-per-view it's him versus uh oh why am i forgetting his name he was he held the championship is it nick aldis yeah, Nick Aldis. Uh, okay, I see, I see. That guy doesn't need another reign as the NWA champion. He's like no, the Roman but... Reigns of the NWA. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I assume my prediction is that it, Matt will beat him. 
and then they're going to build up someone else to come in. I think I I think it was smart to try to strap the rocket to to uh to Matt just because like I don't know. I like Trevor Murdoch a lot, but I feel like it's not like a I don't feel it's like not- he's a he I don't feel like he is a commercially like sellable champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for hardcore fans and for Mark's like we can obviously appreciate the work of Trevor Murdoch, but for us mm-hmm. like a person just generally getting into the promotion, he's not like the the sexiest champion, you know. You're like <laughs> he's like he's like this this like big dude who is like hey, a bit older he, and like he's he can work. He he can absolutely oh yeah. fucking work. But but you're like if you're watching a promotion and especially like people coming from watching uh, WWE, which is such like a polished product and which has every champion pretty much like looks either super intimidating or is like model-esque or picture perfect. And you go to another promotion and you're like, Oh, okay, I'm going to check this out. And you see people that are maybe uh, more regular looking and well, that's less, the like, NWA commercially produced. You're like, Oh, what? Yeah, well, but Matt Cardona that- is a nice blend of that. Yeah, it's like NWA is it like is the promotion that's like we want to be like old school. We want to like, you know, yeah, like like you could say the same thing about Dusty. You could say the same thing about Arn Anderson. Like they all were like the everyman man. Um, And Murdoch is like that. I just think that it's like in the world where the independents are like blooming and you're trying to Mm -hmm. get as much eyes on the product as possible. It's like having like a young interesting like larger than life like dude like cardona is a good is a good bet to try to start bringing more and more people in and then and then you can and then you can try to get like fans to latch on to the people that you want to promote um uh by like making them feel uh like you can connect to them and that they're relatable and stuff like that. So, yeah, but yeah. I think I it's think, important to get eyes on the product first with somebody who is like, you know, doing flashy and exciting things, which is what Matt Cardona has been doing for the last like couple months. But I think, I think the way that this could work is like the other thing too, is there's a lot of fun, like interconnecting weaves between these two couples. Like, Mm, it's the mm-hmm. like uh it's the fact that uh you know cardona was one of the edge heads him and you know when it was zach Ryder and kurt hawkins they were the edge heads they were edges like lackeys when he was champion in like 20 2010 something like that um mm. before he had to retire early um uh so there is that connection. And like, I remember watching uh, the the classic WWE Network TV or uh, program ride along. Damn, <laughs> damn. And there was two episodes that were really funny. And it was it was Ryder and Hawkins. And in the middle of their ride along, they phoned Edge and Christian. And and like you could tell that they are like back and forth like like uh ribbon each other and then yeah, the same thing okay. happens when the same thing happens when it's uh 
Edge and Christian in the car and then they call Cardona and like rib him and stuff. But like there was also I remember them talking about like really a sentimental moment of when they won the tag team championships at WrestleMania before they uh, were fired. Um, <laughs> and they they're like, we have to get a picture backstage with Edge and Christian because like they were their idols. So, yeah. There's that whole connection. Um, there's obviously the Canadian connection. Uh, uh, Beth Phoenix trained in the in the dungeon, the heart dungeon. So oh, I didn't know a, that. Yeah. But Beth, but Beth Phoenix is not Canadian, correct? Uh, no, she's from New York. Ah, uh, so basically <laughs> I know she came to Canada to like train and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's like. There's there's a lot of connections there. There'd be some great back and forths between them, but I guess it's how set up when, where, and why. And I think and also, GC- who who are the he- who are the heels and who are the faces here? Oh, it's like, well, it's got to be. I mean, it's yeah, right or, or geez, I was about to say Ryder. Um, <laughs> Cardone and Green are heels. Like I right. was. I was legitimately so surprised at how long Cardona went in in impact in his current run as a face like because I was like, well, he's a face here, but is a heel in GCW and he is a heel in NWA. Why is he a face here? And then he turned and then he then he attacks Jordan Grace and takes her championship. Uh, and yeah. it's like, yeah, he's finally a heel in impact. Good. Um, but they're definitely heels. There's no way that you would have edge and beth show up anywhere and try to have them boo (laughs) okay all right so i think there's like there's also potential i think for beth to be like chelsea i don't know why you're you're doing this and you're taking these spots for your man and this when i saw so much potential uh from you when you were in NXT <laughs> and when, uh, yeah, that's when true. you were she a w- WWE product, uh, she you w- just, she w- yeah. Yeah. She was in NXT when Beth was in NXT, I think for a very yeah. short period, there was maybe um, like a, a brief crossover when they probably would have been around at the same time, but she saw so much potential and, and she just had, a, you just had a lot of bad luck. I mean, it's it's because Cardona loves to like if you watch any Cardona match, he loves to have a callback to something in the wrestling world. Like he loves Mm. to he loves to poke fun at the things that people look at as being so nostalgic. Like if you just look at his uh, the entire if you if if you watch Cardona versus Joey Janela from uh, GCW at the Hammerstein, that entire match has like so many callbacks to so many random wrestling moments where like he came in, uh, he came in with a, a, a plaid vest that on the back said, fuck McFoley. Uh, <laughs> he came out to like uh uh, a version of Sandman uh, that had like they took his his entrance music 
and took the lyrics and put it over the Sandman music. Mm. Uh, he came out and he did the Triple H spit water and and everything in the middle of the match when Hawk or when um uh uh oh god why do I blanking on his name Myers when Myers Janella. oh no Myers Myers shows or yeah, Janelle is about to win and then all of a sudden a someone slides in the ring and they're wearing a black trench coat and a motorcycle helmet and they spear Janela. And like, that's a callback to ECW one night stand when edge speared, uh, showed up and speared John Cena and then RVD won the WWE championship. Uh, like that's a callback to that. And then he reveals it and it's, and it's, uh, uh, it's, uh, Brian Myers. Like, mm. They love calling back to like so many past moments and so many things. It's like, how could that get involved in how this feud builds? My first thought is like, imagine if Cardona won the GCW championship against uh, Moxley. Yeah. And him and Chelsea are in the ring. Trash is being thrown from the audience. And then slides in the ring a someone in a black trench coat and a motorcycle helmet mm. they spear chelsea green oh and they stand and they stand up face to face against cardona and they're like and cardona's like who the, who the fuck are you like like whatever and then he re- pulls off the helmet and it's beth phoenix <laughs> yeah and then Edge runs in and turns Matt Cardona around and whatever hits him with or the any mu- or the music move. or the music hits. And Cardona is just yeah. like, like just in like uh, so like incensed that Beth is there, and it's just like, what the hell? Like, who are you? And everybody's everybody's like, Beth, Beth, Beth. And then all yeah, you yeah. hear is, "You think you know me?" Lights go out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Lights come back on. <laughs> Edge is standing there. And he's just like, he's doing these, doing his thing. He's like, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I guess like if if they're face to face, right? Beth and Matt Cardona in the ring. And then she like takes off the bicycle helmet or not the bicycle, the motorbike, motorbike helmet. And yeah. then he's like, what the hell? Wah, blah, 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 blah. And then the you think you know me lights down, lights up and edges right there at the turnbuckle doing the thing and then he spears cardona, cardona. turns around yeah cardona yeah, turns yeah, around yeah. spear and then yeah it's edge and beth are in gcw yeah and that's that's pretty exciting that's that's pretty cool but uh where does it go from here and is it still in gcw or now because they're uh, free from the wwe they can i guess bounce wherever matt cardona and chelsea green are well, it, so far, the GCW stuff hasn't really translated over to any other promotion like mm. like, yeah, Nick Gage was in. AEW. But like and they like acknowledged they acknowledged. Uh, uh, the promotion, mm. but like uh, they didn't really like do anything else with that, like everybody like during that. Nick Gage versus Jericho feud, everybody kind of thought that like, oh, Moxley would get involved or oh, like they thought there'd be a lot more crossover, but it was just a standard, a standard death match. <laughs> standard death match. 
between the between the two of them and like there was no other relationship to gcw other than that right 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 um so i think it would just stay in gcw because gcw Mm. is great with like having these like like small little shows where and like like the bigger events are like really hyped up but then you have like smaller events where like you like I was surprised like what was it just before the hammer sign um they had an event and it was where uh Jeff Jarrett showed up and smashed a guitar over Ali Catch's head and like I watched her whole promo just before that moment and like it's, it's such a passionate promo and it was really cool because it was setting up Ally versus Ruby Soho at Hammerstein. Oh, and didn't Jeff Jarrett smash a guitar on Effie as well? That was before. Oh, he gosh, did. He smashed Jeff a Jarrett. guitar. He smashed a guitar on Effie and because Ally catch and Effie are a tag team mm. and they like they had their mixed tag match against Cardona and Chelsea before that mm-hmm. but like yeah he showed up he smashed a guitar over effie he then showed up and smashed a guitar over Allie, and then they then it was Jarrett versus effie at hammerstein mm-hmm. but what i'm saying is that Allie was doing her promo setting up her versus ruby um and the crowd was like it was like a gyna- gymnasium like it was small and okay. that's cool, but like the, I think GCW understands that like, even though the crowds are going to be small and like the venues aren't going to be that insane, it's not going to be like a huge giant crowd. But you can still get a lot of buzz going with like social media. Right, I do think it may be worth to have like Beth Phoenix drop into an Impact or something like that, and yeah, uh, and wrestle like Chelsea. Uh, it like isn't necessarily like, um, like they don't have to mention this all the GCW stuff, but I think like it's just like worth to build tension between yeah. the different parties to have, um, Edge and Beth appear in different places, but wrestle Chelsea and or Matt. Yeah, um, I don't know. Just, I don't. Yeah, I don't really know what Chelsea is right now in Impact. I think that she's a face because she's teaming, and like doing stuff with uh mickey james i don't know if that's trying to lead up to possibly a feud between the two of them let's say it does um Mm -hmm. (laughs) and let's say it's that chelsea turns on mickey and tries to go for the impact women's championship maybe during this whole time then then mickey is like well i brought some backup and then Beth Phoenix shows up and and they can yeah. they can they can allude to that uh that uh Chelsea and Beth have been feuding outside of of impact. And then that yeah. can just help build that. Yeah. Yeah, that's where we get the opportunity to be like, I have watched you throughout your career, Chelsea. I think you had so much potential, but just luck was not on your side and and you were hurt so much. And right now I don't think you're on the right path. And Beth is being very honorable and righteous. Uh, and Chelsea is at this point, if she is really, you know, turning heel and going for the impact women's champion, she could be like, 
you don't know me <laughs> well you don't the, know the fun thing is like what's great what i think is great about gcw especially is that like it gives the freedom of like the prom- like promos to their wrestlers like and like true freedom because like i've seen some of their promos and i'm like oh they don't they don't care they don't try to censor them at all they they just let them go because they they understand like you're the selling point um and like i've seen some of cardona's uh promos after stuff in gcw and it's uh always very emotional and very serious and so Mm. it's like this is where i think beth and edge could have a lot of fun and like what i've been loving is what is how uh beth has taken on this like has like really dug into like the the mom character or, or mm. like how oh, she's been caught call, she calls uh her and like people online call her auntie beth <laughs> and like i think That's that right. would be fun where it's like it's might it might be like the over not necessarily overly motherly figure but like like the respect your elders are like like i know exactly where you came from and so i don't think you're on the right path following in your husband's footsteps or things like that or yeah yeah it's like anyways, it's maybe like she that. maybe she is also like you don't need him to put you in danger like you are a talented enough a strong enough performer yourself that you don't have to latch on to whatever this craziness is that's going on uh outside of impact like you don't have to be a part of that you can just do whatever you want because you are a talented strong individual and you should be doing things the right way and it's like oh damn oh okay and then and then i think what chelsea can rebuttal with is at least my accomplishments aren't overshadowed overshadowed by my husband's and it's like and it's and and like i think chelsea can put over beth as like you are the inspiration for a lot of women but it like, yeah, just, I get like, obviously the thing I always struggle with whenever we do this stuff is like trying to think of like, how would someone promo something? And it, I always feel like when we say something like that, people might sit there and think like, oh, is that what you really think about Beth? Phoenix? like, no, of course not. I'm trying to think of what a heel would want to say to Beth in that situation. Of course not. Of course, Edge and Beth have had two incredible careers at our Hall of Famers. Uh, but it's like, what would Chelsea, what would a heel try to say to someone like Beth? And it is that thing mm. of like, I remember during the Royal Rumble, they were like, uh, Edge and Beth have a total of 14. It was like something like that. It was like a total of 14 championships between the two of them. And it's like, well, 11 of those are edges. <laughs> that's like, uh, that's like Wayne Gretzky and his brother are like the, were the highest scoring uh, siblings in the NHL, but like Wayne Gretzky's brother has like four goals and Wayne Gretzky <laughs> has all of the other ones. <laughs> so it's, it's like Chelsea could play into something like that. And like, and like, yeah, it's this thing of like, I think the, the feud between Beth and Chelsea is this thing of like, you know, uh, 
not necessarily a young up and comer because Chelsea has been champion before and like will definitely be a champion in the future. I I'm sure of it, but it's this thing of like legend versus like someone that wants to overseat them in a way. Um, well, I think edge and Matt, I think edges whole thing is that like you is like one, it is that teacher versus apprentice sort of deal. But I think mm. more than anything, like edge would just straight out come up, come out and be like, uh, so how is, how has been, uh, living off of my name since you got fired from WWE? <laughs> how has been stealing all of my gimmicks? Like, uh, at all, like all of like my moments and stuff. How's that been? That's been working out for you. Hasn't it? Uh, seems like you can't really think of anything original there. Can you Cardona? <laughs> Once an edge head, always an edge head. <laughs> it's like no that's not who i am yeah and that then, was that was in another company when i wasn't allowed to to do what i want to be the person that i am to be a badass <laughs> it's like it, like edge would definitely say like all you've done is all, all like i gotta hand it to you like of course that's the the usual face thing it's like i gotta hand it to you you've done extremely well for yourself and it's just that they could, they could just easily say like but it seems like you and Myers can't see, can't seem to get my name, get my name or my or my uh, legacy out of your mouth. <laughs> right, right. It's like, can you can you do one moment in a match that doesn't have to relate to me or any other legend that you've lost to or that's thrown you aside because you weren't good enough? <laughs> that's a little heelish from uh, yeah, old, but it's uh, edge. old Edge there. That's but it's true. Edge. Edge is heelish. <laughs> Yeah, Edge is brutally honest. Yeah, I think it's important for him to to be like, like, who, what are you? Like, who mm-hmm. are you? Like, do you have your own personality, your own thing? Because it seems like you're just stealing from everybody's memories, uh, and and make and putting yourself over, living off nostalgia living off nostalgia it's true i mean like it's because it's like oh what do you do you uh you buy old wrestling toys you uh (laughs) you talk about all the glory days of this and that and you're doing everybody's moves and uh there's nothing original about you matt cordona and i see right through that you talk about wwe being your developmental wwe was my developmental too but I made it, I turned it into my legacy. Woof. Yeah, that's then, a, that's a good line. And then I think Cardona can easily do the, you know, the young heel thing of like, I respected you. Yeah. And when I need you the most, you turned your back on me. <laughs> yeah, you could have told Vince not to fire me. When I needed when I needed uh when I needed help from the boys in the back, you weren't there. <laughs> you never stuck up you never stuck up for me. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. Or then he's like, I'm building my own legacy, how how I see fit. Uh, and in this new legacy, there's no room for old geezers like you. I've already taken out uh, uh, X-Pac. I've already yeah. I've already dealt with uh, uh, who else? He's oh, he's oh, the the Rock and Roll Express. I've already dealt mm-hmm. with like, yeah, he just goes through the list of 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 like 
these legends that he's basically like turned on. Um, so are there any matches between Edge and Cardona before the big mixed gendered uh banger? Or is it are we all are we just kind of like booking to get towards that? Um the Indies honestly the Indies honestly feel and GCW kind of feel more like that sort of old style, like where it was mm. like you don't have a weekly TV show to do this stuff. You have like a show a month where you can like slowly build like Cardona and Janela wasn't a match like it was or like it ended up being a match, but it was it was like they did that whole like weird social media thing of like like this whole ploy of like that right after Chelsea and Matt got married, she started cheating on him with Janela. And it right, really, right, that right. was, that was just Chelsea being a double agent of like, I'm going to pretend to do this. But then in the match, she reveals like, Oh no, I, I did it. Like I, I did just to screw with you, Janela to make you think I was on your side, but I'm not at all. Um, mm. But like, that was all like social media stuff. And then I think there was one show where they like played to it. And then there was one. And then the show just before Hammerstein Cardona faced off against like one of the rock and roll express dudes and then like attacked him. And then Janela came mm-hmm. out and saved him, And so built to that. And they did like a whole, like they did a, they did this whole video of like Janela and Cardona like fighting and like, uh, so if you don't watch the major wrestling figure podcasts or like their YouTube channel or anything like that, there's this dude that Cardona goes to all the time. And it's this guy is is a really weird dude, but it's really funny. Super Gabby. Uh, yeah. Where he has the, he has that like a uh, storage unit full of toys. Yeah. 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 Super Gabby. So they did a video where like he pull it's like supposed to be a vlog and he pulls up and Gabby's like, do you don't you? I told you not to come by this time. He's like, well, I had I was early. Like, I just went to the gym and like, I'm here now. And then it turns out and then it turns into cinematic. And then it and then him and Janela fight all through Gabby's store and like hit each other with like wrestling toys. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, poor super Gabby. Uh (laughs) That's so um, funny. And so uh, and so, yeah, they they made it more like a cinematic thing uh, of just like the two of them fighting. And it had like some comedy bits to it. But like at the same time, it was still very serious. So I think like I think this is where you could get really creative with like, yeah, you could have Beth show up uh, on impact and have that. Like, I think they should be doing stuff there. And like that can like help build the tension of um Beth and Chelsea and that way like we're still getting some interaction there and that way we can of course turn Chelsea because if she is indeed a face in impact right now we need to make her a heel to uh, bring up uh, her heelness to match with Cardona when they inevitably face uh, Edge and Beth at Mm -hmm. the GCW Um, but like what is Edge doing like He's not really a social media kind of guy. 
He's not really. Uh, no, you know, but no, but I think with, within GCW, you can have something with that. It's not like I'm not saying like, oh, Edge starts vlogging and like, yeah. does, I, I think it's more like you build it through like videos and stuff on there where it's like interviews or like they do shoot like a scripted sort of thing of um, Edge showing up uh, and like or like Cardona attacking Edge at like a gym or something like that or like an mm -hmm. event um, I thought I had this idea of like an impact, like Cardona has a match or something. And then the, the screen turns on and it's a video of edge is <laughs> a video of edge, uh, showing up at Cardona's house and destroying his toy room. <laughs> oh, but it's all faked and stuff. It's like a fake yeah. room with, with toys. That's and stuff. pretty he, funny. Um, he's like yeah i think like before that there's a fun opportunity for for edge maybe to do a podcast or an interview uh on like a busted open or um, oh yeah i get, get wrestling something like that. Yeah. Or, or something like that where he has the opportunity to cut um more of a promo on matt cordona about being uh, someone who lives off of nostalgia, who doesn't have a real personality. Uh, and it's like, it's all kind of like a shoot. Yeah. Um, or it's, a, it's like, it's a work. So he, mm -hmm. there, he's just really working uh, the host and maybe he's just like, yeah, like I, I think he is just trying to be me, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> he's, he doesn't have he doesn't have anything uh, original and and then that's what Macarena takes like big offense to and then maybe he can go off on Impact or in the next GCW event where he has to defend his title he can win and very openly be like Edge you piece of shit <laughs> oh could we end up getting a I mean this feud is specifically like Edge and Beth versus cardona and chelsea could we end up getting a a major brothers versus edge and christian yeah there could that could be like a part of it you know like i think uh because because christian was the, the impact champion recently yeah and so and and you get to have yeah you get to have the the you know Edge attack, edge attack Ardona, and then Myers shows up, and then Christian shows up, and then at like yeah. a big impact pay per view, you have Edge and Christian versus, uh, versus the Major Brothers, and like yeah, and then you could have Chelsea versus Beth as well on that same pay per view. Yeah, um, so that that way, I mean, I guess we're moving it to Impact a little bit, but like. The main, just a good place the main to attraction yeah the main attraction is still i think the the mixed tag match yeah. at dcw well, but i think to set it up also you have to have chelsea do some some sneaky shit yes in the in the tag team match to help matt cardona and brian win because well, i think they have to go over it's that. just the fact that gcw is not a weekly promotion and so like you mm -hmm. only get like i think gcw would be great for a social media like excitement and be like 
having these like moments at these events and getting like the GCW audience really hyped about it, obviously. Yeah. Like some of the some of the biggest reveals at these GCW shows have been like insane. Like like Scotty Too Hotty showing up or like Jeff like like when these guys have shown up, it's like everybody loses their mind because these are all super hardcore fans. Um hmm. But to get like to continue a story and a little bit like impact is great because there is a relationship there. And also like they have the weekly show and you can kind of let little things play out that are leading to the bigger things. So. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, and I, and I think we both. do have to we do have to pull the trigger on um, the Cardona and Chelsea getting some wins over uh, Edge and Beth. Like I think. I think Chelsea would beat Beth in impact like mm. because if she is going for the title and she's going to face Mickey James, she does have to get through, you know, the, the support that Mickey James brought in. I think she you know. cheats to win. Yeah, of course, because I also think that Chelsea will help um, Matt and Brian Myers beat edge and Christian as well. Some way, somehow. I feel like Edge and Christian would win. But then it's not like the thing is, if you put Edge and Christian over, you can have Edge pin Myers. (laughs) Yeah, I I guess. I guess I I guess that works. Yeah. So. It doesn't really matter, honestly, like that's the thing. No. In, the, in those situations where it's like a dream match or like a or like a really big event, it's like it doesn't really matter because it's it's not like it's going to it's like leading to anything substantial. It's just like I think like having Chelsea beat Beth would be a good call because it's helping guide her towards something substantial of like trying to win the impact women's championship right uh, or the knockout championship um while edge and christian and it's 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 two teams that are it's two it's four guys that are really really know each other are really great friends in real life um you know you have the og you have the you have a team that's basically the heroes to the other team and they're bad guys and so it's going to be this whole thing of like who wins out in the end? And I think it is like it's the fact that you have these legends beating these kind of, you know, new age guys um, just because they have that history and they are seasoned and veterans and stuff like that. And yeah, it could be close, but then it's like they just come out in the end with their tag team finisher. And um, what is the Edge and Christian tag team finisher? It's something. because i think that myers and cardona try to finish the match on that but they can't do it like it gets broken up and then they edge and christian get the tag team finisher on myers and then edge can pin myers and that's how that ends probably that's that's how i envision that to go um i like can't i honestly like can't remember what it is which is very embarrassing because I do very much enjoy tag team wrestling. Um, hmm. Uh, the concerto. 
<laughs> the double Zach flat jack, uh, double missile drop kick, double spear, sidewalk slam into a reverse, a falling reverse DDT, uh, stack superplex. Hmm. Also, I think just for the lulls, I think uh, Cardona and Meyer should come out as uh, Christian and Edge when they're in the brood. I was thinking it's either they come out. As, I was thinking they either come out as brood or they come out as uh, OG Edge and Christian with the wraparound sunglasses. Cool. And they oh, they do the, they do the better seven second pose. That's better. That's they have better, the kazoos. Yeah. yeah, that's way better. Um, and then and then Edge and Christian can come out as brood. But it's like it's not like brood brood where they're like wearing the frilly clothes. It's more like like how Edge does the brood now where he's just like yeah, hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Right, 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 right. Exactly. And I then think that's cool. that, yeah, shows that. up and turns both Matt and uh, Myers into vampires. <laughs> now we're getting into some uh, no. Lucha Underground type <laughs> shit. No, that's a that's Lucha. Um, Honest, honestly honestly what would be way funnier is if they did have this match and then Chelsea does try to interfere and then Gangrel shows up yeah that's pretty funny <laughs> and just like scares off Chelsea like, yeah. like nothing really happens it's just like he just appears and he like, has a mouth that's just full of blood and he's like yeah. ah. <laughs> ah. that's um, pretty funny so then this uh, mixed tag team match in GCW. Uh, do we make it a hardcore match or is it just I think a tag it has team to, match? I think it has to be. I think for the for the sake of the GCW fandom uh, and for all the tensions boiling over, we got to throw them into another hardcore match. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some. GCW does do some really good, just like straight up matches, um, but it's like. Yeah, but if it's the main event, like. But come you on, also nah. you do you do. I mean, there that's also a good tension between them, where Cardona has been calling himself the king of hardcore, and then you have Edge, who literally defeated a hardcore legend at WrestleMania, <laughs> and speared yep. him through a flaming fucking table. <laughs> yep. That, there should be a flaming table spot in oh, this match man. as well. Um, but instead of... Uh... <gasps> okay, here's my two <laughs> options. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, you go first. Here's my two options. Cardona does the Rough Rider to edge through a flaming table. Beth mm -hmm. gives Chelsea a glam slam through a flaming table. <laughs> 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 Both are insane. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Anyway, anyway, what were you going to say? <laughs> I, oh, I was just saying that like there should be a flaming table and the that uh, Edge would be uh, attempting to spear Cardona and he moves out of the way and Chelsea gets speared through the flaming table. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, that's, oh, that's some classic. That's some classic shit right there. And, I, oh, and I think I think Chelsea Green, the uh, the person, uh, would be very honored to have, to receive that spear from from one Canadian legend to another. <laughs> Lord, um, I mean, yeah, this ma the match would be crazy. Like, 
you just have i mean you could easily just use it to call back to like a ton of spots like a ton of huge spots where it's like gosh thumbtacks uh what else do we got yeah barbed wire uh oh cardona could call back to the wrestlemania match and do the thing where uh mick foley like mick foley came out and he was wearing a bunch of clothes and stuff and and people are kind of like why is he all dressed up like like he was wearing like a shirt and sweater and stuff like that and then Mm -hmm. edge spears him and then edge is like 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 he's got like a super hurt shoulder and everything and then Mick Foley takes off his sweater and reveals that he has barbed wire wrapped around him. Yeah, and so, that's and so Cardona could awesome. do Cardona could do something similar where it's like he like puts like something underneath himself so that Edge spears him and like hurts his shoulder and then he's like, "Haha, I planned this." Yeah, or it's like it could absolutely be a spot where he like he knows that Edge is setting up for a spear and he like grabs something and he like puts it underneath his shirt or like he's like holding on to it so that when he turns around edge can like basically jump right into uh barbed wire or like some i don't know like a, a chair or something like oh, it's, it's, put it's, it's putting a chair underneath your shirt <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> no no it's better for a surprise because then it's a callback it's like like that was the whole thing was it was like Oh, Edge speared Mick Foley. This is the end. Why is Edge not covering him? And then Mick Foley gets up and he reveals, ha ha, I have something here. So it's like Cardona would do would 100% do the exact same thing or That's just true. have it be a different oh. thing underneath his shirt. It's so brutal to wrestle an entire match with barbed wire, uh, like a barbed wire vest on. Oh, but maybe. Oh, OK. Well, maybe there's that classic um, sort of I mean, like intergender I mean, thing where we just talked about did, we we just talked about putting someone through a flaming table <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but but maybe they they also do that classic heel thing where like um matt cardona is like avoid he's like actively avoiding edge in the match for some reason and it's like but oh I don't well, think like, what i don't think this would be an actual tag team match i'm pretty if it's gonna be a hardcore match then tags don't matter <laughs> Fuck. It would be, then you, it would, you, it'd be a you tornado him, match. Uh, basically, you basically have him avoiding. Yeah, because I of think the, it, of I think if it was a tra- I think oh. if it was a traditional tag team match. Then sure, but I think uh, I think since it's a hardcore match, then you definitely have to. It, it would more be a uh, 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 what am I, a tornado tag where they're everybody's mm. in at the same time. Mm-hmm. okay okay what else do we have here like what are some other big moments i think we i think you definitely have edge, a, you definitely have edge and beth doing classic tag team finishers like i think they probably have to do a a tag team finisher spamming moment where it's like uh edge edge and beth get one matt and chelsea get one edge and beth get another one yeah matt and chelsea get another one well it's like you can have uh, you can have them do a heart attack uh, mm-hmm. have them do a a uh, a 3D um, mm. you could have oh you could have Edge and Beth do a uh, do a big rig FTR yeah. 
since like but also i think it would be really funny if i mean ah uh, i don't know who who it, who it would uh who it would be funnier for uh if matt was like chelsea get the table that would be funny <laughs> and then doing a 3d uh, i think that would probably be funnier than edge being yeah. like beth get the table but uh no yeah that would yeah. be really funny uh, yeah, no, you did, it, that. I think it. I think, yeah, they just start pulling out like a classic tag team finisher moments. Um, uh, what would be a good finish? Um, before hmm. the finish, do you think I just kind of want to see this potentially happen? Do you think that Chelsea could do a swanton bomb? <laughs> do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think she's that high flot like that much of a high flyer. Yeah, because I, I don't know that I've ever seen her do like a moonsault or anything like that. So I'm like, I, I was like, oh, it would be kind of sick to see her do a, a swanton bomb off what? a ladder. Card- but- Cardona and Chelsea do a like Cardona does a twist of fate and then Chelsea does a swanton bomb. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> yeah. I I think that's funny. Uh, yeah. Um, um what's another good f- finisher trying to think of tag team finishers it's tough um especially like good old school tag team finishers and because gcw that i'm not missing because gcw and matt cardona's matches are always overbooked um i think like a people there's going to be so many run-ins and i think one of the run-ins is going to be christian and because christian and chelsea both use the unprettier I think it would be awesome for Chelsea to unprettier uh, or kill switch, whatever you like to call it, uh, and do that to Christian. That'd and, be funny. And mess him up. Mm-hmm. Put him through a table, baby. That'd be good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And, and then Myers can get speared by Edge or take a, a glam slam from Beth or something. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. That'd be really funny. Um, Definitely got to have some crazy hardcore moment between Beth and Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like barbed wire is too ugh, too much. I think we have our barbed wires. I think we have our barbed wire spot right now with I the, think, the vest. I think like I think like it's definitely got to be like a glam slam or something through like a table or like uh or like uh, onto tax. S- stack of chair oh that'd be rough that'd be cool yeah though. yeah um so then what's the or big... yeah or you or like the yeah the two chairs set up like side by side uh in the middle of the ring yeah it's like boom or and then door. there's tax underneath <laughs> <laughs> what would be the finish is the question well if chelsea doesn't get speared through a flaming table i think that maybe Matt Cardona gets speared through a flaming door. Because uh, then you, you could, this could be the finish. You could do the glam slam through the chairs for Beth and Chelsea. And then Matt Cardona could be set, like he could be like getting up to grab a weapon or something. And maybe he's planning to use the door. So he sets the door on fire, but he turns around and Edge catches them and they both go through the door. Wow, that'd be crazy. Yeah. So much fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then 
so then like Edge pulls Matt Cardona one, two, three, and then he goes to check on Beth uh, to make sure she's okay. And Chelsea Green is just like face down <laughs> in the middle of the ring, uh, chairs everywhere, like tacks, yeah, all over it. I think, yeah, and, and then, then I they, think, yeah, and then you have yeah. Edge, Beth, and then Christian comes back in and like. Raises raises Beth's hand and both and both their arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the, would that would be nice. The crowd goes wild. Yeah, friggin' and they're just drenched in blood. <laughs> what? <laughs> That'd be yeah. insane. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be such a wild wild match. But it'd just be so fun. Like I like I, I'm sure there's some fans out there that are like that don't like that style like in terms of not like the hardcore i mean more of the uh, like uh doing a bunch of callbacks and stuff i'm sure there's some fans that don't really like that stuff because they feel like oh yeah you're just clicking into nostalgia but like mm. it is really fun it is it it just is really really fun that it's like there are wrestlers out there that it's like no i know what the past is i know what like what I grew up loving. I know what the people that are watching now grew up and they, what they love. And it's just fun to call back to these moments and stuff, especially having these like legends called call back to these moments as well. Um, and I, I just think it'd be a ton of fun and a great like swan song for like edge and Beth to like go out on or like have a big moment that like kind of is theirs. Um, yeah, I think I think it's really and cool it'd be to huge just for, be able to do that. It'd be huge for Chelsea and Cardona. Yeah, and GCW, of course. Yeah, to have for that sure. Huge, huge match. But yeah, there we that's, go. That's, that's it. Yeah, that's that's the that's the that's the dream match. So uh, please let us know, uh, lovely listener uh, or viewer at home. Uh, how would you try to book? Uh, Chelsea Green and Macardona versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. Uh, would it be in WWE? Would it be in GCW? Would it be in AW? Uh, would it be at AW? Would they be eating burgers? Um, <laughs> Dan Housen flipping burgers in the back. Yeah, he's, he's got his two contracts. Uh, Dan Housen, one with AEW, one with ANW, because the and sign looks like an E. Um, <laughs> Jesus, they should do uh, They should do a co-promotion. Like, I think that's a, there's a really good opportunity for a and W and AEW to get uh, some sort of meal together. A, 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 and W sent Dan Housen, uh, like welcome package at like with like a, like an actual, like you are hired like, yeah, thing. So Anyways, uh, please let us know in the comments or uh, in your review of the podcast, if you want to do so. Uh, let us know what your dream match would be uh, and let us know how you would want to book it. Uh, as always, we always close out the show with a question of the week and a match recommendation. You can leave your questions for us either on social media, on Twitter, in the comments, or on our website, unknownerafilms.com slash bookitvince. Uh, where we have all our episodes, all our match recommendations, and uh, you can go ahead there and leave a comment uh, or a question that you want us to answer here on the pod. Um, I guess this week, um, I think a fun question would definitely be 
we're we're gearing up to like mania season. Mm. Um, and so there's a lot of predictions. There's a lot of like big, uh, like what could happen next? What's going to, what's going to be the big thing that, that comes out of WrestleMania, um, and even revolutions coming up too. I guess it's like, what is, we did that whole prediction video, but, but I think it's like with mania, it's like, what, what do you hope is the big thing that comes out of mania or like, I guess, what do you think? What do you hope is the big change that comes out of this year's mania? I want Roman Reigns to Roman Reigns to lose, but that's obviously not going to happen until they get the rock versus Roman at WrestleMania in Hollywood. So. Do you think that, do you think Roman is going to hold the universal championship till next mania? Yes. That's be insane. He would be the longest uh, reigning champion ever. Yeah, I know. And that's he's, like, he's already technically uh, the, the longest reigning champion under Vince McMahon. That's it's what was, insane. What was Bruno San Martino's reign? I just think that like, that's the blow off that they're looking for, but then he has to lose. Like Whoa, the, never mind. I don't think this is happening. Uh, <laughs> what Bruno San Martino held the W the, the, I mean, it's not technically the WWE championship, but it kind of is anyways. Uh, 2,803 days. Oof, it's a long time. Which That's is two thousand eight hundred and three days in years. That was seven over seven and a half years. All right. <laughs> Imagine Roman holding the the Universal Championship for seven, eight years. <laughs> I, w- I would um I would steal the belt. I would steal the belt. So he, he held he a championship champion. for longer than some people's careers. It's <laughs> very, that's very terrible. Um, but, but in all reality, I, I think like I do want to see somebody beat Roman. Right. I don't know that it will happen. It probably won't at Mania. But maybe, maybe Seth wins at WWE Blood Money. And maybe Cody debuts sometime soon and Cody wins at WrestleMania. I don't know. I don't know. What about you, Marty? What do you what would you like to see at uh, Mania? My hope that coming out of this year's Mania, um, honestly, is like uh, so we're recording this the day. We're recording this the day of uh, Elimination Chamber. And actually, Elimination Chamber is happening as we're speaking. The Chamber match right now? Uh, No, I'm trying to see. Oh. I'm trying to see live results as I'm talking right now. Um, uh, Anyways. uh, So last night was the taped version, taped episode of uh, of uh, Smackdown. And uh Sorry, I'm reading the results right now. Okay, interesting. Of chamber? Yeah. Um, 
Which we can talk about if we want to. Because <laughs> this episode's going just, just, Is it something crazy? Just no. If it's if it's something uh, of uh, incredible importance, let me let me know. Uh, but if it's not, well, I'll check I, it out. What I was going to what I was going to say is that uh, Sami Zayn won the Intercontinental Championship off of Shinsuke Nakamura. I right. hope that I know that there's rumors that Sami Zayn is going to defend the Intercontinental Championship against Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania, which I know some people don't like it. I think that it's a great idea because Sammy is probably the best booked person in WWE right now. He has all of the mm. best spots. He doesn't wrestle every single week, but when he does wrestle, he puts on a banger. And I, th- I hope that out of mania, he puts like respect back onto the intercontinental cha- championship because Shinsuke held it for six months and defended it twice. Um, and I love Shinsuke, mm. but I feel like the Intercontinental Championship is the workhorse title. And I know that Sammy is not a workhorse champion, but I just hope that there will be more opportunities to have people build up and challenge for the title and that it will just be more involved because I love the Intercontinental Championship and I just want to see it utilized more than what it has been. Anyways, I'm you want to hear some dream matches like <laughs> Oh, yeah. Wait, I was just going to make a joke. I was like, I'm talking dream matches with Sami Zayn and Commander Aziz. I'm talking dream <laughs> matches between Sami Zayn and Matt Cat Moss. I'm talking dream matches between Sami Zayn and Tony D. <laughs> uh, you want to hear quickly what the results so far of Elimination Chamber are? Yeah, sure. Hit me. Uh, Ray Mysterio defeated The Miz in a singles match uh, on the pre-show. Okay. Roman Reigns defeated Goldberg via referee stoppage. He got himself DQ'd. Um, Bianca Belair wins the Elimination Chamber to become number one contender. So it's going to be Bianca versus... Becky. Becky? Or Lita. We don't know yet. Supposedly that's on next is Becky versus Lita is on next. But I assume that's going to be I assume it's going to be Bianca and and uh, Becky because that makes sense because then it's going to be justification for SummerSlam and then they can build Bianca back up to being a major babyface and have her win at Mania and all that good stuff. It also made all sense. All of that. It made sense. All of the. It looks like it was uh, the final two were Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair. So there might be a feud of that coming up. Is Alexa Bliss well. back to uh, being a normal human being or is I she still like kind of a, a demon? <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to watch the match. All right. Because well. it seemed like she was back to like the goddess character kind of, but I don't know. But, anyways, right. there's your. Uh, Results of uh, halfway through Elimination Chamber, uh, and this comes out three days after Elimination Elimination Chamber is over. So there you go, audience. Enjoy that. <laughs> to finish the episode, match recommendation. Anthony, hit us with your match recommendation this week. Yeah, let's uh, let's go and watch uh, Matt Cardona versus Jordan Grace for the Impact uh, Digital Championship. Uh, it's when, of course, Matt Cardona becomes a heel in Impact and solidifies his heelness. 
And again, we're recording this on on the Saturday of Elimination Chamber, but also the Saturday of Impact No Surrender, which uh, has Macardona facing off against Jordan Grace for the Digital Media Championship. Maybe Jordan Grace will win. Maybe. <laughs> win it back. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Or Cardona will do something underhand sneaky again to win out. We, or we maybe the, the the intergender match that we're going to get is not uh, Edge and Beth versus uh, Chelsea and Matt, but it's going to be Jordan Grace and uh, her partner. Uh, Jonathan Grisham. Again? Yeah, Gresham with his uh, crazy uh, tentacle man mask that he wears. The, R- uh, the ROH champion. Yes, and maybe it's going to be them versus Cardona and Chelsea. Ooh, you think that you think that Cardona could win the ROH championship off of Gresham and then hold all the belts? <laughs> We're seeing the belt collector gimmick again, but this time it's Cardona instead of Omega. It kind of is, and it's kind of like it's it's the fun ones, it's the fun titles. It's it's so that. it's it's so funny. It's such a it's such a weird collection of titles, but it's pretty funny like what is it he he beat rhino and technically won the ecw tv championship because rhino was the last person to hold it <laughs> and so it, it seems it seems like macardona is just doing all of the the belts that kenny omega didn't get <laughs> <laughs> maybe um but that's gonna do it for this episode thank you very much for hanging out uh with us today listening and or watching uh as always you can follow everything that we do here at unknown error by following us online at u ue underscore films come check out our twitch streams go check out our other youtube channels gaming wrestling trading cards all that fun stuff uh you can follow myself (laughs) online at barton underscore minute you can follow mr anthony hall at hall and jokes on instagram and twitter and of course, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Book It Vince Pod. Thank you very much for joining us. Go watch some wrestling and keep being excellent. See you next time. Yeah, too sweet, too sweet, too sweet, too sweet. Too sweet.